something to say i hope you're all doing well during this blizzard that surprised the help not really surprised us but i mean i was surprised but i didn't have to go to work today so i really stayed in my bed and chilled all day contemplating do i really want to put this podcast out there not really contemplating because i knew i was going to do it but contemplating because how i wanted to figure out how i would put my message out there now this is a story about wendy williams um and of course we are, some of you guys may ha- or may not have seen her movie on lifetime um this is not a podcast to bash wendy williams or talk shit about her no not at all this is just my personal experience with the queen wendy williams you know and it's just something that i love to talk about now but honestly back then it wasn't easy to talk <laughs> it wasn't easy to talk about but now yeah it was um, now i'm like let's talk about it it's a conversation starter it starts when i meet new people i talk about it and then it's all said and done so basically with wendy williams it's been kind of a roller coaster ride with her i've met her on three separate occasions so i'm like is she supposed to be in my life like what the hell is going on let me just start and, and let you know how we first met let me take a sip of my little concoction my concoction consists of merlot tito's and ginger ale (laughs) laugh now try it later anyway so when i was 10 years old my father used to work with black enterprise magazine he was working with black enterprise for years like 15 years he was director of the um um he was vp director of circulations anyway so black expo me and my brother used to go to black expo with my father and help him out we used to love going and at this time i think wendy was with kiss fm at the time so they were doing a live broadcast from black expo i was 10 years old i had a project to interview someone important so I already knew when it was going to be there because at 10 years old, I'm not going to lie, I was listening to her. I honestly don't remember how often I was listening to her, but I know I loved the way she talked and the craziness that she spoke. So I was a Wendy fan at 10 years old. So I could not wait to go. I thought I was going to interview her right then and there. I've always been impatient. I don't like thinking about something and have to do it later, but whatever. I thought I was going to interview her right then and there at 10 years old. (laughs) But, of course, she was broadcasting live. She didn't have time for me. So, um, I spoke to her through her bodyguard because she was still on stage, right? Mind you, I'm 10 years old. She was still on stage. So, the bodyguard gave me a number to call and we could do a phone interview. Cool. I was happy with that. So, I was actually really excited. (laughs) Really excited about that. So, I think that was like a Saturday so I waited till Monday. She told me someone to call. I called there like, okay, now when I called, I remember this at 10 years old. I'm 38 now, but I remember this feeling. I was so anxious and nervous and excited. Like all these feelings balled up into one. I was waiting for the time allotted for me to call her. And so it was just like anticipation building up for the whole day. 
boom, 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 beep, 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 beep. That's me dialing the number. Um, <laughs> so I called the number and guess the fuck what? It was a water company. Yes, y'all, Wendy played out a 10-year-old girl who looked up to her. I was devastated. I really was devastated, but it all worked out. As I learn in life, things do when things don't happen the way you plan it because I got to interview Earl Graves, may he rest in peace, who is the owner and CEO or was the owner and CEO of Black Enterprise Magazine. So I interviewed my dad's boss which was good. I got it like a B plus or something like that. I think in my, for my project. So Earl Graves saved me. I still got my project done, but back to Wendy. So at 10 years old, I was devastated. Boom. Fast forward to 20. Now this is where the timeline gets a little bit funny. I really don't remember. It, it was definitely between the years of 2005 through 2007. So I went to Willie P um, William Patterson University. <clears throat> yes, I was one of those old heads who lived on campus. I was like the oldest one on my dorm. <laughs> I went to Norfolk State for one year after being on strict, after having strict ass parents, I was turning up in Norfolk State. So my parents said no more after one year of being over there. Then I went to community college and then I went to Willie Pete. So that's explains why I was there at 23 years old. And this is when I first, this is my first radio experience. I joined the radio station at William Patterson. I didn't know anybody at the radio station. And there was an event that I signed up to go to because I knew Wendy Williams was going to be a speaker there. And it was like an event for college and community radio. I don't remember the name of the event or where. It was at um, a hotel right across the street from Penn Station in Manhattan. It was Pennsylvania Hotel, I think. Something like that. So I was excited. I knew when Wendy was going to be there. I had my WPU radio shirt on. Mind you, I haven't met anyone from my radio station, but people were going to be there. Unfortunately, I got there a little bit late, but right on time. There was a seat in the second row. So even though I was late, I moseyed on down to the second row. Wendy had already um, started speaking. So towards the end of her uh, speech, she was like, is there anything else that anyone would like to say before I head out of there? I stood up. Mind you, I had practiced this speech for a minute. Like, I was nervous and everything, but I was like, okay, I'm going to let her know. I was like, you know, when I was 10 years old, I wanted to interview you and you played me out. So if you feel bad for me, here's my resume because I want to intern. Um, so she was like, all right, give my resume to, I feel like, it might not have been Skeletor. Who was after Skeletor before Trev? I forgot his name. It might have been Skeletor, but I don't think it was Skeletor. It was, he was he were he was like her top anyway whatever. So she gave him my resume. Then they called me the next day. I started interning. Boom! Yes, I'm in the door. I was souped as hell. But when I'm interning, they weren't really like doing much. You know what I'm saying? Like. We would just stand around until they gave us something to do. So I would always ask what I need to do after trying to do stuff on my own. You know, like doing little shit I would do. But I felt like I wasn't doing anything. So I used to always ask, what do you need done? Is there anything? So I was there maybe about two months. Um, I went on vacation with my mother and my brother to Dominican Republic. I remember I bought Wendy this wooden doll that had a humongous penis. So it was like when you pulled the pants down, the pink penis sprung up. I'm like, oh, she's going to love this. Even though it was inappropriate. My mom was like, the fuck? I was just like, no, trust me, Wendy's going to love this. So I was actually, I came back on a Wednesday. My days were Tuesday and Thursdays. Or was it Monday, Wednesday, Friday? I really don't remember. Mind you, I'm 38. This is when I was like 23. So I was on my way to Manhattan 
to go intern the day after I, the day after I came back from DR and I had her gifts with me and a card whatever so I was at the Lincoln Tunnel and I get a phone call from Taryn her producer saying you know Wendy appreciates you but we don't want, need you back and I was like <laughs> oh my god why <laughs> I really was devastated <laughs> She was like, because you're a bit pushy. And I was like, I guess because I was always asking, like, what else do you need me to do? So I took my L. I was on my way to Manhattan anyway. So I met up with this jazz musician who I met a long time ago through Black and oh no, at WBLS. And I cannot remember her name. She's a flutist. Is that a real word? She played the flute. Bobby something. So I had met her, so we kept in touch. So I was like, you know, fuck it, I'll just go meet up with Bobby. So I spoke, I met up with Bobby. I told her what just happened. She's like, don't worry about it. You're a sweet girl. Blah blah blah. Boom. So that is the second time that Wendy played me. The first time, remember, she gave me the wrong number. Second time is when she fired me for being pushy. So I, I mean, I recover quickly if I remember correctly. <laughs> so. Moving along, a year later, I'm minding my business. I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond while I was in college. And this is in Totoa. And she lived not too far from Totoa. So I literally was walking to the bathroom as she was walking to the door inside of Bed Bath & Beyond. And as soon as you walk into the door, like me and her, like, we didn't bump into each other, but literally, as soon as she came in, I was walking past the door. I was like, oh, Wendy, hi. I used to intern for you. She's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. Is what she said, but I don't know if she really did because she had interns coming in all the time, whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm working here now. I'm in school. She's like, oh, okay. So she's like, walk with me. So we walk in and talking as she's doing her shopping. She's like, well, how do you feel about babysitting? Yo, I was fucking souped. As soon as she said that, I was like, wait a minute why what, 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 she, what she want from me i was like oh yeah i'm a babysitter i used to now mind you when i used to um when my dad worked at black enterprise and we would go on vacations with him i was always the babysitter i was like 15 16 and i was always babysitting the younger kids that came on the trip too so i was good at babysitting i was doing that before so i let her know i'm like yeah i, could, I don't mind she's like all right well would you mind coming over tomorrow y'all when she when wendy williams the, from the Wendy Williams experience on WBLS asked me to come babysit her five-year-old son. I was like smiling the whole, the whole day. Like I couldn't wait to get off of work. I couldn't wait to the next day. This time I had a car. I was souped as hell. I called my mother and she was like, oh God, Wendy thinks she's all that. This is my mom being phony. Wendy thinks she's all that. But I'll say phony now, but I'll explain why later. <clears throat> so the day comes she gives me her address it was a huge it was a nice area bunch of big houses the house is big but it wasn't as big as i expected for wendy williams you know what i'm saying but whatever i met her son we we hit it off so i started babysitting her son so there are times i'd be there from like friday to sunday or maybe friday and saturday you know what i'm saying i was a college kid i was I needed the money, and this is fucking Wendy Williams. So after some time of babysitting, she asked me if I wanted to tutor her son. And I was like, sure. I mean, I'm, I wasn't like the smartest girl in college, but I can't fuck up kindergarten work. So I was actually helping him with his schoolwork and stuff like that. So I was a babysitter, and I was a tutor. And at the time, though... I got an internship at Power 105. So I had to let, of course, Power 105 know that I'm interning for Wendy and also, I mean, working for Wendy at home and also let Wendy know I have an internship at Power 105, which she was like, you know, I'm not going to mess that up, but you just know you can't talk about shit. I'm like, of course. And Power 105 also had a meeting with me about 
discussing anything that goes on in Power 105 with Wendy. And I'm like, I got you. I'm good. I'm 23. I ain't dumb. I'm trying to be in this game. You feel me? So <laughs> I was just so happy at the time. Interning at Power 105 and, and um, babysitting and tutoring her son. Now, the intern for Power 105 was just for one semester, so it was coming to an end. And so this is after I had already interned at Interscope Records. <laughs> I got a little bit of history, you know what I'm saying, but I'll get into that another time. So, am I speaking too fast? I'm getting excited. This little concoction drink got me excited. You know, let me take another sip. Let me take another sip. (laughs) But anyway, so, after my internship is over at Power 105... Wendy offers me a head intern position at BLS. I say position, but I wasn't getting paid. It's an internship, whatever. I was happy for it. So now um, I'm screening resumes that come in for other interns. I am making sure the interns that are there are doing the right thing. Um, all the interns always had to get gossip for Wendy, at least three stories anyway. So I was doing that on top of making sure everybody had their stories on top of other shit I had to do. Um, she had a dance and diva party with Winky Wright and Vivica Fox, and I was in charge of getting Winky Wright and Vivica Fox to this party no matter what. So I was always in touch with their managers. I was booking their airfare, their hotel, made sure they had everything they wanted, whatever they wanted. I made sure they were there, had the ride to the party, made sure they were good after the party. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I had a whole nother responsibilities while I'm still babysitting and tutoring her son. Now, one thing about Wendy is she's very cheap i would be there from friday to sunday and i would get paid like between 60 and 80 dollars but at the time i didn't care because this is wendy williams and i'm trying to get in radio so i'm like i'm gucci i don't care i'll do this shit for free if i had to (sighs) so anyway there came a point when she wanted to go to um so no bls was doing an event in puerto rico and she had something else in vegas so they invited me to go to puerto rico and vegas mind you my grades were slipping at willie p i didn't give a fuck i was like you know what (laughs) this is wendy williams i'm going to puerto rico and vegas with wendy williams so i got whatever schoolwork i needed which i didn't even do and i went to puerto rico and vegas with wendy and um it was it was cool because my friend, one of my good, good, dearest friends that I met at Bed Bath & Beyond, she and her girlfriends ended up coming to the event with WBLS. So the times when Wendy came back home at like 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, is when I actually headed out to go hang out <laughs> with my girls. We had a great time in Puerto Rico. Um, and I felt like I was the shit traveling with Wendy, Wendy, Wendy Williams, babysitting her son. Her viewers and people there saw me with her son usually. Um, I try to keep him out the limelight as much as possible, but whenever we're going places, there's nothing else I can do. And from there, we went directly to Vegas. Uh, so that was another time that I was able to go out once she came back in and just explore Vegas. I walked around myself, found buds, smoked, whatever, was happy. Like, wow, I'm really in Vegas with Wendy Williams. Now, here's the thing. Like I said, I'm not here to talk shit about her. I don't really know much about her marriage with Kevin. I always knew that he was kind of cold and distant. You know what I'm saying? So I never really talked with him. It was always Wendy I spoke with. I would only speak to him, like, casually if he's in the room, obviously. But I've seen how he treats Wendy. And at one point in Vegas, when we were leaving the hotel to come back home, 
he realized he left his sunglasses. He cursed Wendy out because he left his sunglasses in the room. Do you know the whole trip back to Jersey, he did not talk to her? Like, blatantly. She would be talking to him. He would ignore her ass. He wouldn't say shit to her. He was just mad about him leaving his sunglasses. And he was cursing up a storm. He didn't even fuck. I was there, whatever. And it was kind of awkward for me. So I was just, you know, trying to keep, like keep busy you know so the whole flight and she would she you know she was embarrassed i guess because i was there so she would be like he'll be okay when we get home the next day or the next weekend i went to babysit and she told me she was like do you know they found his sunglasses and they mailed it to us and now he's okay but the funny thing is is for the vacation i was i think it was about Honestly, I think it was about five days. I'm missing school. I'm missing, you know, work because I'm traveling with Bunny Williams. So the amount that she told me she wanted to give me, which I honestly do not remember the amount, but it was cheap as hell. It was like two something for five days of being a nanny. I was like, you know, and now mind you, everything I'm saying to her, it takes me courage to say it. I was like, Wendy, this is really not enough for me to go with you for five days. And she was like, well, you have all expenses paid. You're not paying for anything. You're just watching my son, blah, blah, blah. She gave me a whole spiel and with an attitude. But then when the time came and we came back home, she actually gave me like five something. I was surprised at the amount. It was way more than what she initially said. And that's when I was like, okay, good. I spoke up for myself. Good. So, boom. I'm in there. Um, one of her other Dons and Divas party was falling on my birthday, July 23rd. It was actually July 22nd that the party was. And of course, nobody goes to parties till like after 12. So that would have been my birthday. So again, it took me courage to ask her for tickets to the Dons and Divas. So first she looked at me like, um, I don't want you to really go, but I'll get you tickets. So she gave me tickets. But as she was giving me the tickets, she was like, I really don't want you there. I don't want you to act like you know me. Don't try to sneak in VIP or use my name for anything. I'm just like, whatever. Thank you, Wendy. My One of my best friends at the time, her birthday was two days before mine. So we were going to celebrate our birthdays together. So it was, she gave me two tickets and then a few of our other friends bought tickets. So we all went. We had a good time and actually I got... I was done at this party. <laughs> I was so done that I forgot the, the the garage keys somewhere. So she, that was another thing she was pissed off about. Boom, moving along. See, uh, like a year later, I think I was in, I started, I was babysitting and tutoring her son for like two years. And uh, had intern again. So there's more to the story, guys. Just hold on. So now when she used to host events at Comics Nightclub, I don't know if y'all remember that, but she used to do comedy clubs, um, host comedy clubs. And me and my girl went a few times. This is the same one who went to Puerto Rico. So she's always down to do stuff. So we, me and her went. One of Kevin's little ugly ass Jamaican friends tried to holler at my girl and she gave me that look. Ladies, you know the look when someone's trying to holler at your girl and she's not interested. So what do you do? Let's go to the bathroom. Let's go to the bar. Let's get the fuck away from him. So I, being the friend that I am, picked up the signal. I was like, all right, yo, I got to go to the bathroom bad. Let's go. He was like, can't you see I'm talking to her? I'm like, can't you see she's not interested? (laughs) That was it. Now, mind you, I didn't know that was Kevin's friend. Boom. Fast forward to two days later when I go to my internship, Wendy tells Taryn, the producer who I was cool with, and Nicole, the talent booker I was cool with, to let me go because she says she's tired of me and blah, 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 which I was shocked 
at this point because I was watching her son and doing all this for her son, and I was just confused. Like I thought I was doing good, but then it came to t- it came to light that it was her husband who told her to fire me because of his friend. And I told you know what happened at comedy club. So I'm like, damn, she's trying to let me go because of that. So I'm like, boom, I'm gonna leave on good terms. I babysit. I was done babysitting and tutoring her son. I mean, I was doing a lot there as an intern, but I'm like, all right, I guess the time has come and gone. So I actually said, all right, next day, my next intern day will be my last day. So I gave Wendy a card. I told her, thank you. Now, she doesn't know, or maybe she did. I didn't tell her that I knew that her husband wanted me gone, but I just left on good terms. Like, thank you for everything. I appreciate it. Um, I loved working with you. Everything left on good terms. She was like, thank you. Thank you. Blah, 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 blah. Boom. Um, oh, mind you, while I was interning for her, Trev Hollywood, he was like the grandmaster producer or not producer, but music producer. I don't know what you call them, but he was, he did his thing for Wendy a hundred percent. He did my, my first demo tape or my second, it was corny, but he did it. And I loved it. And I was happy that Trev Hollywood is the one who did it for me. So I brought that up for a reason. I feel like Wendy heard that and did not like that. He did that for me. But anyway, um, I left on good terms, right? So then like three months later, minding my business, I'm at work. My friend calls me. He's like, yo, Wendy's talking about you. I'm like, what? I turn on to WBLS and Wendy is alleged is saying that I tried to sleep with Charlemagne, that I tried to seduce him at her house one weekend. And I was shocked. Like, where did this news come from? First of all, Charlemagne has been at the house while I was there a couple times. We drank Alizé together to like not even together. It was like on the kitchen at the kitchen while everyone else was home once. And that's it. I've never tried to seduce Charlemagne. I've never tried anything. But she said the intern who used to babysit my son from New Jersey tried to seduce Charlemagne. So my friends and family know who you're talking about. So this is when my space was popping. So I hit up Charlemagne like, "Yo, Charlemagne, what the fuck? What is she talking about?" And he was like, I don't know. You know, Wendy's crazy, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, all right, just please tell her to stop. But I feel like Charlamagne might have started that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not going to come out of nowhere. So he's like, all right, I'll tell her. Then, like another three months later, now mind you, this is all the shit she's saying about me on the air after I left on good terms. Then she says it again. She brought me up again. So this time I hit my Charlamagne up on my space like, yo, tell Wendy to keep my name out of her mouth or I'm suing. Mind you, I'm like 24. I don't know nothing about suing. I have money for a lawyer. I don't know what the fuck I would be doing. Like, I just was talking shit, mad shit. Because I was not happy at how she's talking about me for no reason. So I was just like, okay, that's it. Let her know. So fast forward this was like in august fast forward to halloween me and my girls are in the city i was a french maid for halloween just like that because obviously it's halloween um my shirt was my skirt was short as hell <laughs> mind you i'm 24 i'm 24 i don't give a fuck so um i go to the club with my girls and i see nicole wendy's talent booker there mind you i've hung up with nicole i spent the night at her house we've drank we smoked together so i thought she was pretty cool you her and her friends came to sit with me and my friends in vip we let you in there i thought we were cool but apparently the next day she goes and tells wendy that she saw me in the city and i looked a hot mess so now wendy is on the air again for the third motherfucking time 
talking about me saying look at how she looks why she just like this in the city she looks a hot mess i did have an ugly ass wig on i ain't gonna front whatever i'm gonna try to find the picture and post it but who cares i still look cute you know my body was my legs look nice okay so i didn't think it was anything wrong with this picture but the fact that you're on the air talking about 24 year old who used to work for you saying she looks a hot mess and she looks raggedy as hell and then you got your intern who's agreeing with you because obviously they're not going to disagree with you and all of this is caught on air then you have the audacity to say i'll make sure i have her blacklisted from radio she will never get a job in radio now that was like a lower level blow i'm 24 not even in the game yet yeah internet and it's power 105 and for you but i haven't really set my name out there and you saying that you're gonna have me blacklisted and make sure i never get on radio those were her exact words and i was just like damn what did i do you know what i'm saying like that was real hate real hate from a grown-ass woman who knows what it's like for other women trying to get in the game i wasn't trying to take a spot wasn't trying to take a position and that's why i feel like maybe she heard my demo with um trev and maybe she thought i had potential i don't know that's what i thought to help me feel better but she really said that shit and you know the thing about that is you don't know what kind of state of mind i'm in I could have been suicidal. I could have wanted to kill myself just based off of how you, what you said about me in my career that hasn't even started yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, luckily, I'm good. I've been doing radio for years. I mean, I haven't been getting paid for it yet, but there's a reason for all the shit I'm doing, and I'm not stopping it. So it was just weird to me that Wendy would go and talk shit about me three different times on the air after I left on good terms and I loved her like I really loved her I loved everything about her um she was a little bit weird sometimes at her house but I just like stress whatever I don't know but I thought I did great with her son you know what I'm saying I treated him so so wonderful so I was just surprised that she would say that about me um and that hurt me for like a year I'm not gonna lie every time for a year every time I thought about it I would cry about it for a year but however now it's a conversation starter I love to talk about this shit I love (laughs) you know what I'm saying when I meet people and we discuss things I get into this somehow like try to work my way in there just to talk about it because it's fun it's funny whatever she talks her shit but it's just she doesn't know that she doesn't know how that could have really affected me like that really could have turned my life for the worse you know what i'm saying and i'm strong-willed you know and things do get me down sometimes but i always bounce back so i definitely bounce back um i met do it all from lords of the underground who gave me an opportunity to be on his show on streets 96 in newark on inline online radio so i was doing things still you know what i'm saying that didn't stop me but she doesn't know how that really really affected me one time so maybe she felt like all right i'm letting these people enter for me that's the most i'm gonna do for them fuck that i don't want anything else from them but you know what i'm saying like it's not right for her to treat people this way so i'm watching her movie and you know it was pretty interesting but i don't really care i don't care i haven't like i'm not obsessed with wendy y'all i'm really not 
I just like talking about the situation. And since she had her movie, I'm like, fuck it. This is a brand new time. Why not talk about it? I've been doing this shit for so long, not getting paid. Maybe this will get me paid. I don't know. Maybe this will get me into a job. I don't know. But this is what happened between me and Wendy. And um, I've always been grateful. And, oh, oh, wait. I forgot to tell y'all. After that part where she talked about me on the air and said she had me blacklisted i called the radio station of course um nicole came on the line with an attitude fucking bitch and then put me on hold for like i'm sorry i didn't mean to call her <laughs> that's my concoction i was a little i got a little flashback of how mad it was at the time but wendy came on after i was on hold for 30 minutes and she's like yes what do you want i'm like wendy why are you talking about me like this i thought we were good terms she was like you're paranoid i'm not even talking about you blah 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 blah. i'm like wendy you are even my friend my friends are the ones who hit me up listening to your show telling me that i think she's talking about you why she's like you know i don't have time for this i'm doing a show right now you're being paranoid and then i said instead of worrying about me you need to worry about your cheating ass husband and then i hung up the phone boom one time another time and my cousin actually hit me up and he was like yo if you want the addresses you could write a whole book after everything that happened i'm like no i'm not into that like i'm not gonna ruin her life like she does to other people you know what i'm saying hopefully she got her karma for what she did to me i don't know but i'm like i don't care to know about her husband's bitches like he was like yo you could write a whole book about it and where these bitches i'm like no why do i want to do that i don't care but so like i said this was not a podcast to talk shit about her it's just a podcast to explain what i went through with wendy williams and again listen if she was to hit me up and say i want to do something with you I'm not going to say no. However, I will let her know it's for my own benefit. Like, you played me out three different times in my life. You know what I'm saying? I have PTSD. I can't go through that shit again. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, I would definitely work with her if I had to. Like, if she asked me to. I don't know if that's what's going to come off of this. I didn't say shit bad. I just let you know, Wendy, how you were and how you treated me and how I feel like. Listen. (sighs) I'm going to do what I got to do. I've had shit in my life that you don't know about. Like, my dad thought I was wasting my time in radio. You know what I'm saying? I was just doing things I had to do in radio. And I love talking. I love counteracting with people. So, it's kind of what I'm meant to do. Now, podcasting is easier. I got my own podcast, My Lovely Lunatic Leo Life. I travel. I have vlogs on YouTube. Go to Miss A T V Adrian, And that's M-I-S-S space A space tv space a d r i e n n e and i'm living my life so don't think for a second that she damaged me she damaged me for that one year when i really went through it but after that it's all good i love to talk about it like i said i'm traveling i'm living my life and who knows i might have a new love interest i might have met my future husband so i'm fine i really am fine i just like to talk about this shit and I just want y'all to know that no matter what, no matter who tries to tear your ass down, do not fall for it. Because, number one, they're going to get their karma, karma if you know about it or not. Number two, 
everything's going to work in your favor. All right? Just keep pushing. Keep doing what you got to do. And that's it. Wendy did not stop me from being great. I'm still great. I'm still learning. And I'm still trying to be even greater than I am now and trying to get paid for that shit. Okay? (laughs) So, I just want you all to know, not even Wendy can stop me. If Wendy couldn't stop me, (laughs) neither can you. So I hope you enjoyed my Wendy Williams experience. And uh, if you have any questions, you can email me at my lovely lunatic Leo life at yahoo.com. I will definitely try to answer it. Again, go check out my YouTube videos. I know, y'all, it's been a minute. I was promoting Ghana hard as hell, but my mind has been crazy. I've been working a lot, so I'm still working on my Ghana vlog. But trust me, it's coming out. It's not perfect. That's why I'm not putting it out because I still got a lot of work to do. It's not where I want it to be, but it's coming. It's coming real soon. So make sure make sure y'all check out my YouTube page, Miss ATV Adrian. See all my travels from Thailand to Jamaica, Puerto Rico. Just go check it out. My karaoke performances, Cayman Island. Yes, check out my YouTube page. Check out my podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in. It's the one and only Miss A, and I'm out.